Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's go, 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 go. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Maybe he listens to me. He stays ready so he don't got to get ready. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. A quarterback draw and an easy touchdown for Trevor Lawrence. When you say starting over with him, what do you mean by that, Doug Peterson? I think just fund- fundamentally, just starting over. Earlier on the show, St. Safety, Tyron Matthew. Lions general manager, Brad Holmes. Rams head coach, Sean McVay. Coming up from the new film, Top Gun Maverick. Actor, John Hamm. And now, it's Rich Eisen. I mean, this is why I love doing a show like this. We just hang up the phone with the Super Bowl winning head coach, Sean McVay, from the Los Angeles Rams. And then John Hamm's about to walk into our show studio. He is dynamite made for his role in Top Gun Maverick, uh, starring Tom Cruise and... Uh, our friend John Ham, Miles Teller, Glenn Powell, Jennifer Connolly, and more. It's coming into a theater everywhere near you, May 27th. And John's about to talk about it. And then after we say goodbye to John, I'm heading up uh, the 405 to NFL Network to help release the schedule, whatever is left to release of it, by 8 o'clock Eastern time on NFL Network. And then. Um, I, I look across the way and I see my awesome, beautiful wife who's sitting in Brockman's seat for a third straight day. Suze, you and I got to do something like this. I, I, I do not take it for granted. Hello to kick off hour three. I'm of this trying program. to remember the last movie we went to see just the two of us. Can you I, remember? No. no. Actually, it might it might have been the first Star Wars that uh, when they rebooted it with Disney, because you and I took Xander when he was eight to see it during the day, and he was so scared assless that he, <laughs> like 45 minutes in, he turned to us and he said, maybe I'll see this again when I'm 11, and wanted to leave. He's now 13. You remember, we didn't want to waste the ticket, so you and I returned that night to see it. Yeah, but I fell asleep in it, so I don't, <laughs> I don't remember it. That may have been, that may have, I don't know, it's been a while. But we had such a blast such a blast seeing it. It's it really was like 1986 all over again, and just spectacular. So much fun. And John Ham's about to come out here and talk about it. DJ Mikey D, as in D's nuts, sitting where he is, and TJ Jefferson, uh, sitting where he is as well. And um, before we get to John, though, let's chop up this story that is lighting up Twitter right now and lighting up the NBA Twitter world and the uh, sports world. 
you know, it's kind of a confluence of a couple things. First, Stephen A. Smith's remarkable influence in our industry about driving a conversation. Um, he's been talking about uh, LeBron potentially being traded away from the Lakers. Um, he's got another year left on his deal, and there's a conversation to be had about an extension because he loves playing here, and you know, I think he loves playing here. He just had one of the worst seasons of his career, and he said that, um, you know, it was a blast. <laughs> and so I think he likes living out here. And so everyone's talking about that as the Lakers are between a rock and a hard place, no coach, and um, a roster that appears to be unworkable based on the way they just played this year. And then there's the uh, Los Angeles Times conversation that uh, Bill Plaschke of the L.A. Times just had with Jeannie Buss the other day where she's talking about the future and the direction of this franchise. And then Bill, who clearly would know what's going on, <laughs> says that Phil Jackson, who in the conversation he had with Jeannie Buss, um, is in the mix of having Jeannie Buss's ear about what to do next. As it, as does having Genie Bus's ears, as does uh, uh, Rob Palinka, the general manager, and Kurt Rambis, um, who's been with the organization for a very long time. His wife Linda's part of the organization, who has Genie Bus's ear, and she says Magic Johnson is back in the mix after he said, I'm, "I don't know if I want to be here anymore." <laughs> uh, a, a conversation you were in the media scrum, if you will, for that night. In Staples Center. Standing there as he walked over to to the podium right outside of the locker room. And he took it and he just went on a diatribe. And those of us that have been around the team for a long time had never seen that side of magic. He he always is so composed. He choreographs everything. And he lost his mind. (laughs) He said he wasn't going to be here. He he quit his job before telling Jeannie Buss about it. But magic's now back in the mix to talk to Jeannie about what to be done or what should be done. And Bill's Plasky, according to his reporting, is that Phil Jackson is telling Jeannie, Buss, get rid of LeBron, but keep Russell Westbrook. Which I think, if I'm just informing a Laker fan of this right now, they just drove off the road. And everyone's wondering, what the hell is going on with the Lakers' decision-making process, if it's just one big, huge melting pot, and Jeannie says it's my final decision. But she's hearing from a ton of counties right now, to say the least. And I don't believe it. I don't think they're trading LeBron in a million years. They're not trading LeBron. I don't think they're doing it, period, end of story. I think there's no chance they do it. And the reason why I think there's no chance they're they're doing it, and you may say that this this is kind of crazy and that sort of thing. Uh Uh-oh. Is that Jeannie calling me right now? That's breaking news right now, That sounds like Susie's computer. She's getting a phone call right now. But, you know, (laughs) to me, it it sounds like, to me, they're never going to do it, and you might think I'm crazy about it, but... It's because LeBron's going to break Kareem's scoring record. And they're not going to have LeBron do it in somebody else's uniform. But they want to win. And Jeannie Buss said, in, this is the quote that I don't know many people paying attention to it in, at the end of the story that I'm referring to that Bill Pulaski interviewed her. 
said about LeBron, I want him to feel confident in the team that we have the pieces to win a championship. He has to be happy. I want to make sure that he's happy. And if what makes him happy is staying put, he's going to stay here and break Kareem's scoring record in a Laker uniform. I, I, I don't know. I feel like this is all about control, as it always is with the Lakers. And one thing about Jeannie that I know is she hates it when the narrative continues that she's out of control with this team, that Linda Rambis is really calling the shots with player relations. She says in this article with Plasky that clearly she's not. She talks about how Kurt's been around forever. But if you look behind the scenes and you start to look in the DNA, and I was texting with uh, one of the Lakers from the three-peat earlier. Mm-hmm. This smells like a big move. Several things that they hate. They hate the the deflection of attention with winning time right now. They hate that they're not controlling the narrative. They're looking for a new head coach. So if LeBron's coming into his 20th year, Phil is, and Phil's talking in her ear. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, Phil likes players that listen. He can't stand it. We saw that with Michael. We saw that with, with the Shaq and Kobe. Phil likes players that are willing to mold to a system. And as they look to build with a new head coach, could it be possible that this is her move of being Khaleesi, that she becomes the mother of dragons again and shows that this is the legacy that she wants to build by for trading team? away LeBron? Could be. She likes big, splashy things the same way Dr. Busted. Well, you know, Kobe told her to be Khaleesi. That's what he told her. As a matter of fact, I, I asked him that, uh, Kobe. Uh, when I interviewed him, I think it was that three years ago on, on 824, 2018. Wow, gosh, damn it. Four years ago this summer, the late Kobe Bryant. I asked him that uh, about that uh, piece of advice for Jeannie Buss. Let's, uh, let's, let's roll that back. I had Jeannie Buss on my show last week. She said that you sent her um, a text when LeBron came to the Lakers yeah. of her as the mother of dragons. You sent her a Khaleesi, a Khaleesi photograph to her phone. I did. I did. What was your intention? On I that? did. I sent her a, a gift of Khaleesi riding in on thousand ships behind her with uh, Tyrion next to her. And everybody right. Next to her. So I said, this is what you are. I mean, when I spoke to her about making her decision, I told her, I said, at some point, Jeannie, you have to become Khaleesi. You got to be the mother of dragons. The decision claim. With, her, with her family. Yeah, you're yeah about? you got to claim what is rightfully yours and go for it, man. So I, I felt like that was appropriate to send her that that gift. That was when there was a, a battle amongst her family about control of the Lakers, which she eventually did win. You're saying she just needs to go Khaleesi on the roster, and I don't know why LeBron would be, you know, um, the Iron Throne to be destroyed. I, I don't know why how how that could be. What needs to be torched down? I, and that's what Phil thinks she should do. Is it her team or is it LeBron's team? Yeah. That's all I would throw out. Or is it the Rambus's team? Or is it like, I don't know if she needs to like totally breathe fire to make sure that happens. Or, and I, I think she, just like Dr. Buss wanted magic, she wants her all-time great when that all-time great breaks the Lakers' all-time great scoring records record. You know, and LeBron's just 1,326 points off of Kareem's record. Last year, when he played just 56 games, 
he had 1,700 points almost. He's going to break it. This year. The only time he's not had 1,500 points in a season was the year before, the awful 2020-21 to 21 season. We played just 45 games, just 1,100 points. He's going to break it. He's going to break it next season. They're not trading him. There's no way. And, and how is that the way out? Like, what are we talking about? The way out is to have Westbrook run it? You're going you're gonna to sell that to the Laker fan base? Really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to follow. And by the way, let's just, and I say this with the ultimate respect for somebody who's got 11 rings. Nick fans did, did, did not appreciate his uh, roster building um, process at all. At all. So um, I'm, I'm just calling it as I see it. But you're saying there are some people that you're texting with that think she should just breathe fire and blow it down and make sure that she's she's the the last bus standing 100%. and that she's running the team. Yeah, 100%. Big time Lakers. And I don't know why that means LeBron's got to go. When it's the Westbrook contract that is holding so many things up. And the, the, the information people that we speak to, they can trade Westbrook's contract to somebody that can get them out from under it and maybe bring a couple players back one or two players back, you put it on the credit card, and maybe you, 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 it costs you down the line. But uh, I, I don't know. Winning with LeBron right now and Anthony Davis, and I understand she's got to tell Clutch Sports, this is my team, it's not your plaything. But there's a big, huge moment to have for the Lakers, and they value that just as much as what everything else you're saying. Whatever it is, it's not working. I mean, Anthony Davis barely played. Street clothes, right? As Barkley calls them. <laughs> You'll take LeBron in uh, the Clipper uniform, right, TJ? Oh, no step. Okay, there Look, you go. Still, he won't have to switch houses. He won't have to change his route to work. Kids you know, can stay in the well, same school. Kids get to years. stay. That's the most important thing, right? Yeah, well, kids get to stay in the same school. Well, it's right, a nice. perfect situation. All right, we will uh, take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. John Hamm, everybody, is going to come out here in studio. Let's talk to our buddy from Top Gun Maverick. Oh, my gosh. You're going to love this movie. This will be a fun chat with John when he comes out in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Back here on our terrestrial radio show, joining us here on Peacock Sirius XM, John Hamm uh, of Top Gun Maverick. We just saw a clip, and I, that was what I was going to ask you because we just discussed about how I felt so nostalgic 1986 and seeing Top Gun and seeing Top Gun at the time and you know 36 years later picking up the story where he left off and it's nostalgic for people you know of our age and certainly for everyone else who's seen the original Top Gun and how it's kind of an out-of-body experience and what was it like to be in it though John what was it like for it you was, to well be again, in we're, ta- again we're talking we shot this thing in 2018 2019 okay. so totally pre-pandemic era normal back in the normal times right. when we knew how to behave and uh, and now here we are in this in this kind of quasi times and and we had to we had to wait for some time, so it was ama- it was an amazing experience shooting it. It was you know you're we're on North Island Naval Base in Coronado, California, actual you know aircraft on an actual aircraft carrier, the mm-hmm. USS Theodore Roosevelt, America's big stick, um, and uh, it was it was amazing. You know the, the the cooperation that we had from the entire you know uh, U.S. Navy was amazing. We're using real F-18 Super Hornets. We're, we're on the real USS Theodore Roosevelt with all the sailors and every, everything that you see in there is real, including the flying sequences, which, as you know, are jaw-dropping. Yes. Um, so it was, a, it was an amazing experience, and then we had to sit on it for two years. We couldn't talk about it, and we couldn't show anybody anything. And, there, you know, I mean, like trailers would drop. People are like, I can't wait to see this movie, and I can't wait to, couldn't wait to see the movie. Um, and like when, when we saw it back in 86, you know, the first thing I thought as soon as that movie was over was I want to see it again. Mm-hmm. When you went to the movie theater to go see movies, I had to mow lawns to go see the movies back then. <laughs> um, and it was like three bucks a ticket. You know, it wasn't like in St. Louis, it was breaking the bank to go see a movie, but it was still a thing. And, and you said it earlier. It's like, this is a movie that you want to go see at the movie theater. Yes. And you want to see it with people and, and you want to hear people uh, and like, you know, get thrown back in your seat and. All of that stuff, and it all happens. I sound like a total like fanboy right now, but it's it's legit. Well, but. we were the same way. Susie and I saw it yesterday, and we left. And there's a couple times that we're sitting there, and I I clapped, he clapped it. out it, loud. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we it's were like the, the only Geico commercial. Like, no one here made. No one's here that made the movie. No, you can't. No one can hear you clapping, but you just have to do it because you're like that was so fun. That was fun. <laughs> also, the sound was so sick. Yeah, that it was we went sick. flying back in our seats at one point. Yeah, it blows your hair back for off. sure. It, there and there's I don't know if anybody has this in their hometown or whatnot, but there's an experience called 40x that the movie was shot for. Yes, which uh, we got to see in Mexico City last week. But there's these two side panels that go kind of uh, the length of the theater on the side. Yeah. That kick in during the flying sequences, uh-huh. <laughs> so you're literally and the chair moves, and there's like all of these like effects that happen. It's like sense around, but yes. way better. Right. Uh, so if you have a chance to see it in 40x, take that and bring a helmet. And then it's every <laughs> everything else about it. Some of the old footage from from the previous film, and then it does this crazy thing. And you talked about it, it's like, is it okay yeah. to call it a sequel 36 years later? And it's right. like yes, but it's also it's like it's more than a sequel. It's like chapter two. Yes. And it has this amazing balance of nostalgia for the original, which we, you know, totally vibe with. And want. And want. Right. And also a continuation of the story, the actual continuation. It doesn't pick up the day after the events of Top Gun concluded. Yes. It picks up 36 years later and Maverick's older and Iceman's older and everybody's older. And it's and we're older. Yes. The audience is older. So I think that's the weird 
that's how it's vibing and, and resonating with with people our age and why people are getting like emotional watching this movie. Yes. Because it means a lot. It, it's really true. Well, Tom Cruise is not older, though. No, right? Tom Cruise stayed the same. <laughs> the Weirdly enough, like somehow I passed him. I don't know how that happened. I really don't. I passed him. I like I'm hard, like in the fast lane. Because he's flying some of these scenes, right? Yeah. He's like he. Right. First of all, everybody is in an actual jet. Right. Like they're not none of no one's in a in a chair yeah. with a green screen behind him <laughs> with a gimbal. No one's doing that. They are in. You talk to Glenn and, and Miles yeah, like right. they were legit passing out, puking. All of the feels that they were going through in the yeah. back of those jets were real. They you know, they're not in charge of the stick because it's an eighty five million dollar aircraft owned by the U.S. taxpayers. <laughs> and they tend to like not allow you to. <laughs> To actually, you know, uh, drive it. That's the danger zone. That's the, that is part of the danger zone. Right. You, yeah. you you get a big bill from the Navy <laughs> at the end of that. Uh, but but uh, no, it's it's real, and you see it. That's that's what's so cool about it is that you. There's a couple shots. I won't I won't ruin them. I'll let people see them on their own. But we yes. legitimately see the forces of gravity on everybody's faces, pushing them back in their seats. You can hear them trying to like push the blood back up into their heads so they don't pass out. Right. It's 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 amazing. Did you happen to be because I know you don't share any scenes. Did you happen to be on the set any time when Ed Harris was there, too? Because that guy's just badass. I wasn't. But my, my experience with Ed Harris is I played softball with him once. OK, now so I need, it's now not I quite need the danger zone. <laughs> it's a strike zone. It's a strike it's a zone, zone ish. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, we play. I, I used to play in the softball game in Pan Pacific Park here in L.A. for 20 some odd years. And we'd have these Sandler would come by sometimes. Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. We'd, 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 it was a, uh, you know, it was catch as catch can as to who would show up. But Ed Harris showed up one day. And? And uh, got a solid base hit. Okay. Tried to take an extra base. We let him take it. I was like, it's a national treasure. Let <laughs> the man take an extra base. No, no hard no hard snap tags. No, nobody needs to right. prove anything. Right. Let the man have an extra base. Okay. Uh, so but yeah, he's he, intense. Okay. Who's, who, who's the best softball Me. player? <laughs> 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 me okay so what i mean you have some pop on your back a little i don't i don't hit for power i put the ball put the ball in play i move the move everybody over i okay. you know it's a team game you're Rich. fundamentally sound John i'm now. fundamentally sound i play shortstop i make sure every every defense yes and softball i absolutely play shortstop the arm i can't play shortstop in baseball i can't make that throw do you did you uh flip into uh the position similar to ozzy <laughs> from back in the day did you do ever do any of those i, did a, I did a very slow somersault <laughs> <laughs> just to get my just to get my jersey dirty. A slow make... <laughs> somersault into the position as homage, as an homage to yes. the great Ozzy Smith, the great wizard. Did you grow up in Bush? Did you grow up going to those yeah. games? Yeah, Bush Stadium. Uh, I remember I might have been there, but I don't think I was. It might be apocryphal. When Mike Laga, oh my god, the only man to hit a ball out of Bush Stadium. I think it was a foul, but he still hit it out of the stadium, which is a feat. By the way, it's also a feat to, to remember the name Mike Lager. Yes, that's incredible. <laughs> My God, that is. I have a lot of weird Cardinals facts. I think Fernando Tati was first get a hit of, of the original Fernando yes. Tatis. Yes, uh, four home runs in a game. Okay, I could be making this up. For, there's, I have these weird things stuck in my head. You know this as, as you've grown old, and you must have a million of these. But mm -hmm. the things that you have that your brain has room for. Yeah, it's crazy. That you wonder why is 
how did that stick? Mike Laga. Why is that forever well, going to be you, stuck in my head? I would hope that you'd remember the name of somebody you watched hit a ball out of Bush Stadium. I guess so. Maybe that I could, was there. That would possibly stick on you. Or, maybe it was there. Or I, the, I, I, I can remember, like, I have a ton of Bush Stadium memories, but I can remember the, the first World Series game I went to in 1982. Mm-hmm. And it was game one, and we got smoked. And it was like, well, I guess I'll never go see another World Series game. This is going to be a drag. And it was against the Milwaukee Brewers. Of course. And Ted Simmons was a starting catcher for the Milwaukee Brewers, who was... Former Cardinal, right? Former Cardinal. Yeah, yeah. And soon to be the father of my best friend. I had not started uh, going to John Burroughs School yet, where I met Ted's son, John. Okay. Who became my best friend. And cut to the end of that, uh, Ted was just inaugurated into the Hall of Fame. Had to wait a year because of COVID. And name checked me in his get out in his speech. That's so cool. I mean, honestly, when you things go back, come full circle like that. You well, just I mean, go, all right, okay, okay, universe, thanks. It's great. I mean, like, well, that's the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, you know, I mean, our daughter's middle name uh, is Mattingly for Don, and not for Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Mattingly, uh, my high school gym coach. Right, yes, um, yes, because he was so kind to me when I got picked last. He was a lovely last. man. Uh, he no, was a lovely no, man. He no, never maybe get hit in the face with dodgeball. Don and 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 um, we, Susie uh, and I, were there because I threw out that first pitch that one time, just downright frightened, down to my socks. The at Yankee Stadium? Pitch. No, at Dodger Stadium. Okay, at Dodger Stadium when he was the manager. Okay. And I think you were pregnant with Taylor at the time, right? I was. Right? Is that the game where I told him that all every single password that you had? Oh, careful, was, careful. Yes. And, and, and then Don backed away from him like, oh. Yeah. Well, okay, psycho. Certainly, <laughs> certainly, since, certainly since we told him that. that I, <laughs> yes. They are expensive. No, no, no. But he, 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 we told him that um, we named our daughter after um, his middle, middle name after him. And he... He kind of looked at me a little hmm. like he's heard this yeah. one before. And then I realized later on it might be because we asked what the first name was. And we told him it was Taylor. And that's the name of his son. So <laughs> it was like Taylor Mattingly. Okay. I think, I think uh, that whole thing. Yes. Think, we're done, right? We're done. <laughs> nice to meet you, Nice to Rich. meet you guys. Yeah, I got to go that's, manage. That's pretty much what <laughs> happened. I got to go. I, I got to go. go. Yeah. John Hamm here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, in honor of your uh, being here for this film, okay. John, um, have you seen the website whatsmycallsign.com? No. Okay. It is, is this be- affiliated with the movie? It is, in fact, affiliated Fantastic. with Top Gun Maverick, where you can take a photograph and they and, and they, they ask you, you questions and they assign you this with your, your your call sign. Um, and so we did it for for us here uh, on the program. Okay. Um, and then we did some for you, John. Okay. Um, so first, let's <laughs> get to let's get photos of me. Let's get to ours. Let's get to ours first here on the program, so you could see uh, T.J. Jefferson. You're going to be up first right here. T.J. We had him do his uh, call sign. Um, put in his information in his photograph. And TJ, um, we have his call sign up there. He's, he's Wildfire. Wildfire. Oh, that's I a like good the one. helmet. I like, like the helmet. They put the helmet on you. There's like Wildfire. Tommy Wildfire Rich okay. back in the day, the wrestler. Uh, like that's that. a good one. Michael like Mike Delph Tufo. Uh, he is our uh, audio executive, as he likes to be known. Um, he came up with which one? Uh, there you go. Deuce. Your Deuce. 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 Solid. That's cute. Yes. Solid. Again, another solid helmet. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and uh, let's. 
Okay, I, and I just hope we did drop that one. But uh, very good. No, no. Uh, I would do that okay. if I went in one. Wow. <laughs> if I went in a jet, I probably would. Okay. Uh, so Suze, Suze even did Ooh, one. Buddy. She even allowed herself to be captured right, with a with a with a uh, helmet on. Uh, Female aviator stinger. Yeah. Nice stinger. The stinger. Okay. I like it. We gotta All make right. that. We gotta make that stick. And don't you think? For you sure. Yeah. Well, there, here's mine. Here's mine. Um, I, I, I put in my photograph and oh all God. and all the pertinent information. This is fantastic. This is, this is very like it's very suspenseful. I love it. Here we go. Put it up. Uh, I'm hot shot. Hot shot. <laughs> that face. I'm solid. Hot shot. <laughs> First B minus helmet. I love that. <laughs> I didn't choose the helmet. I guess you, you, you can. So Even Stinger was good. It had the little like stingers on it. Like, I look like hot a shot is purple. Pilot. I don't get it. Hot shot. I, I, I like it. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Not uh, sure that's going to stick. Okay, so um, we right, did one. Bones? We did one for you. Okay, John. John Ham. I have a feeling this might be a sign. call sign. It is not. You're Sarge. I don't know why. All right, we got to find what what Instagram filter is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is a way Sarge. better picture. Way better picture. Sarge. Sarge. <laughs> is actually in the movie as Cyclone. It's way better. I, I know that. So we could stick with the one that's in your film. Okay, Admiral Bo Cyclone Simpson. Oh, there you are. Look at that. Your Cyclone. That's much better. Looking right for there. Mav. Where is he? Okay, so now here's some fun ones here for for you, John Ham, as well. What would be we figured your call sign uh, for Ted from Bridesmaids? What would be what would be his call sign? <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> sure. And I'd love to see that helmet. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. Uh, there it is. Professor. <laughs> <laughs> Professor. <laughs> we thought that's a good photograph of okay. Ted from Bridesmaids. Okay. Uh, this one I think you're going to like a lot. Buddy from Baby Driver. All you're right. Fantastic in this film, which is a fantastic film. Here we go. Kill uh, shot. Buddy. Throttle. Throttle. Ooh, what tracks. do you think? Attracts. It tracks. I like it. I it like tracks. It. As does this one. This is, you know where we're going with uh, this one. For sure. What, what would be got? Don Draper's call sign? Highball. Here we go. That, <laughs> that would be great. Highball would be great. Instead, this is, believe it or not, Stallion. Solid. Why not? <laughs> also, I would love to, there would be an amazing uh, thing of just smoking a cigarette in a jet at Mach 3. You know what I mean? And then somehow <laughs> opening the window to throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if you kept the glasses. Those glasses Those are Those highball so glasses? Uh, no, no, the glasses you know, The glasses from... Um, oh, the, the sunglasses? From Top Gun. You uh, get to I keep did those. No? I did not get to keep those, but Come we got on. some awesome... Obviously, Ray-Ban and Top Gun go way back. And uh, we got some pretty awesome oh my gosh. gifts from the, the good people at Autica or whatever, whoever owns... Ray-Ban now. Now, what about the highball glasses from... The highball from glasses from Mad Men. Uh, I think Matt Weiner has the, uh, the little bark. Did you keep anything from that? Selfish. Do you have anything from I that? have uh, Don's chair from uh, the apartment that was a very cool... It's in my bedroom. It's like a It's like a good... It's like an Eames chair, but it's not an Eames chair. It's actually like from yeah. like the designer from the 60s, so it's, it's very cool. We had Jared Harris on saying that those cigarettes were impossible to actually Ooh. smoke. They were gross. I mean, I think somebody did the math, and I smoked like 75 cigarettes in the pilot. <laughs> so just do the math. There were 93 other episodes of that show. I was like, ooh, that was rough. Because he said that they're not the real thing. They're not the really... real thing. They're harsh. They, it's like sucking on a, you know, a tube of, of, of you know, leaves on fire. And it's, yeah. So when you were giving somebody a look of derision while smoking a cigarette that... <laughs> 
That's not just you acting. That's no, you actually trying to in pain and take all of that. Yeah, yeah. It worked, dude. I, I, by the way, yes, it did work. It yes, it did work. Um, is there anything else like you? You you'd want to be part of a remake? Anything? Oh that you man. Could? Well, I, I'm actually a part of kind of a remake, a reboot. We're, right. Uh, last summer in Boston, we we finished principal photography. Actually, we finished it in Rome, but we shot the majority Fletch. of it. Oh, confess, Fletch. Dude. The, the next chapter in the saga of Irwin M. Fletcher. That's you choose. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's a, we, we rebooted it. It's not a, it's not a remake. We're well, not trying to do the Chevy Chase impression. You could say though that Chevy Chase, cause I've read the Fletch books. Yes. That's not the, that's no. not the Fletch books. It's, Those the, are not the, yes. the Chevy Chase. The Chevy is, version is very Chevy heavy. Yes. As we might say. <laughs> uh, and we love it. It's fantastic. But well, we I mean, have that version in the can. That's great. And it lives in the, in the, where, where it deserves to live. Right. Um, and I think when you saw the. Fletch Lives, the kind of sequel to that version of Fletch, too. We're kind of like, oh, that doesn't quite hold up as, as well. Right. Uh, so we, myself and Greg Matola and, and the good people at Miramax and Paramount, and we decided we were going to try to give it a new life for the 21st century. So you're going to hear closer to the books? Very much so. We, we started with Confess Fletch. All the books, as you know, if you read them, or yes. as anybody out there that's read them, they're great stories. Yes. Like they're great whodunits, and they all take place in a different part of the world and Fletch kind of shows up and he's a, you know, he's a an interloper and he does all this great stuff and right. he's funny and he, you know, it's, it's less about the wigs and the teeth and the funny voices. And it's more about him kind of being sardonic and iconoclastic and a goofball. And, and it's so much fun to do. And I got, I got to bring John Slattery into it, into the world. Get he, out he of plays, here. Uh, Frank, the editor, Fletch's old editor, and we have great scenes together and, and we got to do a little globe trotting. We, we we shot in Rome and in in Boston, and and hopefully we're going to do another one. And will take place somewhere in the American Southwest, we think. Um, and continue the story. There's ten books. Yeah. So if I could finish up, you know, the next decade of my life making those, I'd be a happy guy. No kidding, because I remember. Come in one. I got to be John. John, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Um, I'm a I, producer. I can say that. I, I would. <laughs> he will do it. I, I'm all the way. Whatever. You whatever. Know that. Obviously, anything. Anything you do, um, um, you, you have me at hello. But uh, I, I, when well, I'm rebooting uh, Jerry Maguire, that'd be so great. Right so, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I, I just I just read a, read you my lines to try and uh, uh, audition. Um, but I remember I saw the Fletch movies, and then I I said I loved it. I'm going to go read the books, and then I started reading the books. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. When is he putting on the something on the underrails? Right. Like, wh why you know why aren't they punching the wall? Like he hate Tommy Lasorda. Where, yeah. where 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 is that? It, it, it's it's so not that at all yeah i did the same thing and i was i was you know it's it's nice that there's there's two different versions of it i think right. and i you know i was sure yeah i i, I was so enthralled at the that was the first kind of i didn't know books came in series yes like that i was like wait there's more than outside of the hardy boys right? yeah exactly <laughs> like outside of like scholastic readers you know uh but i was like well, there's 10 of these i'll have to steal all of them because i didn't have any money uh, and I did. Sorry, Walden Books and Flores and Missouri. Walden Books. Uh, it's like that old Seinfeld episode. They're going to send the, the, the police after yeah, you about the, the book. The, 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 the library, library cop. Right. Uh, yeah. If Walden Books was still in business, I would write them a check for $47. But they're not. Oh yeah, I, I remember I Amazon. Well, that would be cool. When, when do we see? When do we see? Them? Uh, hopefully by the end of the year. Uh, okay, it's, uh, Paramount has it. We're not sure what the release thing. If it's going to be in theaters or on a platform or some combination, it's all being worked out. But it will see the light of day, and and hopefully we'll start 
making a new one next year. Fantastic. And seeing you and Slattery in a scene together. Will yeah, be man. It's so funny. We had such a good time. It was like, uh, you know, like slipping on an old jacket. It was very, very fun to be in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a scene with him again. And then I went off and uh, last fall made a movie that he directed uh, starring me and Tina Fey. So it was, it's fun, man. He's a, he's a good pal. John Hamm, you are as well. Top Gun Maverick. Everyone should go see it. It is just, it is just fantastic. Thanks, thing. Rich. Soup to nuts, man. Thank you, Paul. And so uh, you're going to go traveling to go promote this Yeah, thing, tomorrow huh? I head off to London mm-hmm. where we do a bunch of press. Then we go to Cannes mm-hmm. uh, for the big festival, which I've never Trade done. Man. Okay. Uh, so you got your to, tux all picked out. got the tux going. Okay. It's like a tux for a movie is very cool. I, I've not done that. That is going to be cool. Uh, walk up the steps, turn around. Pose for the thing. Yeah, just give a wave. <laughs> give a wave. Yeah. Uh, they're honoring Tom for his career at Cannes, which will also be a very fun thing to be a part of. And then we go back to London for a royal premiere, which I've also never done. Another black tie thing okay. where I think some royal people. Oh, uh, Daryl Royal, I think, will be there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only people from last name Brett Royal. George Brett will be there, right? George Brett will show up. Kansas yeah. City Royals. Kansas City Royals will all be there. Okay, very good. Uh, okay. Yeah, so. Um, Crown. Crown, yeah. The yeah. only surf crown roll? Yeah, it's pretty much. I don't know. You uh, tell me. You'll I don't know. Yeah, you'll, you'll it's all new in. to me. So we'll see. On that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think by the end of it, if I get by the end of the movie, if I get yes. to high five the queen, that's it. You should. You should up abs- top. Up top. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Regina two up top. That's it. That's you. You have to go. High and then five. freeze frame. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> me and the queen. <laughs> Fade back. So look, like she has a little jump. I look forward to all of that. Well, should we? We should. Damn it! We should find out what's the queen's call sign. What do you think? Oh, oh. Majesty. It's got to be. That's pretty tight. What do you think? Majesty. Majesty. Kind of has to be two, one or two syllables. It's though. got. It's, oh, that's too much. Well, Maverick is is multiple polysyllabic. Maverick. Mav. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Majesty. Good to see you, brother. Buddy. Always. Good to be here as ever. Absolutely. Exciting times. It is. Schedule release day. Yes, sir. I love how they're just making up things. Now. <laughs> it's not, no it's one not says making, that ever. Oh, yeah, it's schedule release day. Come yeah, on. Yeah, people are celebrating paperwork. <laughs> That's what Ooh, they're doing. a new spreadsheet. That's, it's what it is. It is what it is. Here's and I'm a new weirdly excited about it. That's it. You get to see, you know, the Cardinals, right? That's your team? Or... Ish. I'm, you know, I've, I've, I've morphed you, into just know? a fan of the NFL at this point. Okay. I'm excited for the new uh, stars to be yes. anointed. I'm excited yes. for the old uh, guard to see if they... I'm excited for uh, Russell in uh, in uh, Denver. Yes. I, you know, I'm excited for the new season. Okay. Like, uh, like a red-blooded Midwestern American man. Yeah, of like, course I you can't should wait be. for it to be. As you should be. And to that end, I cannot wait to watch a little hockey tonight. Playoff hockey. Oh. St. Louis Blues, Minnesota Wild. At the Enterprise Center in St. Louis, let's go Blues. Game six. Yes, sir. Blues up 3-2. Yes. At home okay. to close it out. Very good. What else? You should shout out the cards. How about the Cardinals? Okay. Uh, they're, they're holding their own. Yepes. <laughs> By the way, Yepes, how is his nickname not the dispenser? It's a great name. It's got to be. <laughs> That's his call sign. The, the, the Yepes dispenser. <laughs> He's, He's, he dispenses hits. And, dis- <laughs> and joy. And bases and joy. And smiles. And smiles. Yes. And love and wins. And W's uh, for your St. Louis Cardinals. And Joe Buck's now the voice of Monday Night Football. How about that? That was inevitable. 
Uh, you know what? Uh, it's just crazy. It, it's just like the NFL, where anybody could go anywhere now. It's now broadcast. I think it's yeah. And I, but I, I, you know, I think here we are. It's like I'm happy for that. I, I, I is, I'm, I'm thrilled for him. Yes. But I'm also like, it's great that it's not on like one thing. And you know, it's it's pick your poison. Go go find it and uh, and tune in and hmm. mm-hmm. and let the games begin. That said, I'll be dispensing the uh, schedule to an unsuspecting uh, viewing public tonight on NFL Network. And, well, yeah, they they are expecting it. You're right. Uh, And Top Gun Maverick in theaters everywhere, May 27th. The great John Hamm. Thanks for coming in, brother. Thank you, Richard. Be well. Travel safe. We'll see you I shall. John Hamm here on the Rich Eisen Show. We are back with more in a moment. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back here on our terrestrial radio show with our simulcast now complete. One big happy family. Just fun with John Hamm right there. <laughs> Just fun. Diehard sports fan and so much. Like, I, I, I love that one. You know, he's about to ready to leave. Like, how about the Blues? How about the Cardinals? You know. Did you ever read the Fletch books? Or you never I did? never. I, you know, I'm a big fan of the movies, but I never read. I never thought about I reading the books until the today. <laughs> like, now you've got me wanting to go read And them. they're very, very good. They're very, very fun. And you're saying it's nothing like the movie? No. Okay, that's interesting. No, they're they're more like uh, Harlan Coben novels. Wow. Than than the movie, you know. Okay. Livingston's own. So, Jersey. who Harlan Coben? Yeah, big Jersey guy. Came from my hometown. I know. So, um, there. Oh yeah. Go figure. I watched I watched the Fletch movies. The first I'm like, Fletch. let me read. The first. Give you an idea fantastic. of my social life back in the day. <laughs> Put that on the other. Seriously, the fact that I have children with that woman over there is a miracle. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> half of America's thinking that in the last couple days. I still want to talk more. Oh, where's the ice where's cream? The ice still cream? in the freezer. Go get it, I mean, please. Okay. Come on. No, no, well, I got right, all that ice cream. Right now, you can see TJ's going to leave the set to go get ice cream. Well, who's. Well, I mean. We can eat it after when the show's over. Maybe Adam could. Bring it out or list. Okay, yeah, go sit down there, TJ. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, much... maybe don't let me. Do we call have to the eat shop? ice cream on. I don't need to get brain wanna, freeze on I, live television and radio. I want to show everybody what we brought, okay. and then people can chime in. Okay, Adam, maybe it's a poll question of the day. Okay, what's your, so what? What? What's what your did favorite you, ice cream? What did you get? 
I got again. This is because uh, uh, just to set up. Yeah, uh, we had Doug Peterson on yesterday. He had he he serves ice cream to the team on the Saturday night before games, which is a a fun way. Yet uh, potentially um, on uh, on well, I guess a poor caloric intake <laughs> night before a game. But they're they're all I think ready to go. Um, well, so, Adam, there's like so many Adam. See, there's like Adam has. There's a bag. Will you bring them all out, please? Thank you, Adam. You could leave that one here, Adam. You don't have to take that one back. And the reason why this came up was that Mm -hmm. Doug Peterson said that he likes vanilla. Right. And I said, that is a total waste of real estate if you're not going to have stuff in it. Mm -hmm. That's a a waste of ice cream real estate, I think. Here's the Rocky Road. I'd rather have stuff in it. Here's the Rocky Road. And this is Tillamook, even though I tried to get you dryers because apparently dryer is the one that came up. With the TJ, Rocky Road, you yeah. said with Rocky Road, which I thought oh, was because I, there was I, stuff in it, but it was the Depression, correct? <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter which kind of Rocky Road. I just, you know, I like Rocky okay. Road. Okay. All right. What else did you get? I got a chocolate peanut butter situation for my uh, Coskin. Okay. And I think that one is McConnell's. <laughs> okay. Hoskins says thanks. I okay. got Hoskins says thanks. I got a vanilla chip from Hagen Dazs and chocolate chocolate chip. Oh, fantastic. And cookie dough. Oh, my God. I mean, Rich. Is that what you were doing last night? In vanilla bean. You got six different types of Maybe ice seven. Creams? One other thing about Susie that everyone can learn. And, 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 and she, she there is, ain't no half-stepping with she, Susie. There's never. She gets all this. And, and what infuriates is the proper word. <laughs> all of her friends uh-huh. who adore her. Okay. Is that she gets it for everybody and then hardly has any herself. Well, that's not uh-huh. true. That is not true. Come on, bring him over, Adam. Go because, ahead. Because thank you, Adam. May I, Adam's going to help me. He's going to be my Vanna White, right? <laughs> okay, very good. Yes, nice. So, Adam's a hand model. Okay, you got hand model. All right. exactly. This butter. is from my Coskins. Peanut butter chocolate crunch. Okay, right. Who likes coffee? Is that was my two phones. Yeah. Or as my sister-in-law would say, coffee. Coffee. Okay, coffee. right. Uh, coffee, okay. Thank you, okay. which I love. Mm-hmm. Double Belgian chocolate chip, which is, you can't, so what you have to do is you have what to is, put in vanilla chocolate chip and cut it with a chocolate chocolate chip. Well, I oh, mean, it's it's, and, 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 and by the way, by the way, <laughs> don't, you ne- don't ever go single Belgian on your ice cream. And then this is for my husband, go to Rich. Belgian. What is that one? This that's is a chocolate chip cookie dough. Chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Which is not the juice bar in Nantucket, but it is okay. the second best. Very good. So here we go. All right. This is the way we're finishing up Suze's stay, because I do believe Brockman returns to the program tomorrow. Uh, Mooch will be here in person, because what, what am I going to just eat with my, my hands? I can't do that. I mean, what do we... Uh, I mean, I'm not animal, right? Exactly. What I'm not an animal. Well, there, I did bring a giant I am a fork. I'm not an animal. I'm not an animal. Um, Mooch is going to be here um, tomorrow. Because he's with me tonight for the schedule release show. Do I have to send lasagna then? I mean, <laughs> no, Mooch is, I think he's going to come here and he's going to the airport as well. Brett Veach, the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs, will be on tomorrow. And everybody should watch the NFL Network schedule release show tonight at 8 Eastern time. I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, television partners are now officially done with releasing any part of their schedule anymore. It's not going to be left up to us. Although you're telling me people are leaking it people left and right, people are leaking them left and right. People are. I gotta like, tell you, we we work so damn hard. There's so many the people. You know, there's so but, many people at NFL Network that have been exactly. literally been pounding the pavement on this for weeks. It's like I don't. And you know, I'm just gonna surf in, you know, and interview people. Thank you, sir. And 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 you know, I just remember though years ago, oh, we, years we, ago, we, we, Francesa, the the Giants would always sneak Francesa their schedule. Yes, and he'd post it. always, and he would talk about he'd it. Talk and we'd about be it. walking around in Los Angeles, going, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, 
He was the first one to really leak it. All right. So everybody's digging in. Are you digging in, Suze? I'm going in. Okay. I loved, loved, loved that movie. Can we just say it again? What? Top Gun? I loved it. It was great. Oh my God! So you know, Rich, I know that after after the show, you're going to go do your 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 By schedule way. release show. And Thank you, Jaguars, for having Doug Peterson on this program to lead to this moment. Yeah. And I also so I realized that that that's the oh reason God. I saw multiple eyes and cars in the parking structure. It's because you have something to do later. Not that you didn't want to ride to work yeah, with Susie again, or, uh, you know, I saw two cars today, Mike. I wasn't sure what the deal we was. And, and they was... parked very efficiently. <laughs> it, was, it was a very efficient parking Here, Mikey, job, yeah. just coffee? Yeah, just coffee. <laughs> TJ, I know at Thank some you, point on um, um, my long and happy thing. life that I'm having with Susie, because mm-hmm. happy wife e- equals happy That's life. what they say, yes. Um, as as uh, Calais Campbell pointed out yesterday, his wife is into living in Baltimore. That helps with him wanting to continue to play football in Baltimore. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know at some t- some point I'm going to have to get back in that shotgun chair. And now that I've seen Top Gun, I understand how to assume crash positions. Just have a and fight bag. and fight and fight the the urge to pass out. <laughs> Rich, Stay alive, Rich. I know this. I ha- this has nothing to do with me. I just want to make a suggestion. Mm-hmm. It's been so great having Susie all week. Everyone on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube love it. Friday. I know Brockman's back, yeah. but that, that guest chair is going to be there and Mooch is coming in. And I kind of feel like maybe we should just finish the, the, the week with Susie because my grab bag, I would like for her to be here for my grab bag tomorrow. So it's up to you guys. I'm just saying I think the people would like to see it. All right. Do you guys want me to come back? Oh, I mean, it's, it's a street. Don't answer that. It's, you know, no, the, you know, the, are you driving? Don't. <laughs> of course. All right. So everybody enjoy tonight's schedule release show. We'll see you on Friday. Oh, Sixers.